Welcome to Leadership Moments. In every great leader's life, there are pivotal moments that shape their character, test their resilience, and awaken their vision. Together, we'll uncover the invaluable lessons hidden within these transformative moments. I'm your host, Stacey Castor, and today our guest is Tracy Ann Palmer. Tracy Ann is a seasoned, well-rounded executive leader with over 25 years of global transformation experience and a deep expertise across all areas of the business. He is a celebrated motivational speaker, executive coach known for accelerating growth in the face of adversity. She is also the founder of We Build Character, which is a nonprofit executive leadership program. She is a catalyst for change, savvy, and a courageous leader that is unafraid to tackle difficult challenges. We will be digging in with Tracy Ann about going with your gut and taking advantage of opportunities that are presented to you. Let's get into it. Tracy Ann, thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast today. Um, you know, you have a great story about going with your gut and how it really was a pivotal moment in your career and your leadership trajectory. Would you like to share that? Yeah, absolutely. It's great to be here with you, Stacey, and uh, certainly thanks. Uh, thanks for the great uh, podcast uh, that you put together. So, um, what I will share with you is, you know, as a as a young uh, adult uh, in growing up in South Africa, uh, I had an opportunity uh, to work for an international company. And uh, one day, out of the blue, uh, my leader calls me in, and uh, he sits me down in the boardroom. He said, "Hey, you know, I want to I want to have a conversation with you about something. I would like you to go to Chicago." for six weeks of training to learn how to sell sponsorship, come back and open up a sponsorship division uh, for our offices in South Africa. And at the time, I didn't really even know what sponsorship was, right? I, I was in my mid-20s. And um, I, I said, okay. Oh, Okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not really sure what this entails, but sounds very exciting. Sounds sounds great. Very short conversation, probably, you know, 15 minutes. I walked out of the boardroom. I a little bit shocked that, you know, I had been sort of chosen uh, to have this, uh, you know, this great honor. And as I walked out and I started to share uh, with those around me, all my peers and colleagues, what I got was, don't do it. 100% of the individuals said, don't do it. Whatever you do, do not do it. The last person who tried it got fired. Don't take it on. Well, I did. And I am now living in the United States of America because I did. <laughs> That is awesome. Now, were you ever at United States of America before that, or were you always in South Africa? I had never been to the U.S. Uh, I had been to Canada once and uh, spent four weeks there, but I had never, ever ventured out of South Africa other than that. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I came out for the six weeks. Uh, this leader called me and said, you better be 
you know, working as hard as you possibly can and doing more than everyone else. And I mean, really <clears throat> inspiring, motivating, but by the way, don't mess up is really what he was saying, right? And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I came, I was in the office at six in the morning when others were taking breaks, I was working. Uh, you know, if everyone else was sending out, you know, I was in sales. And so if everyone else was sending out six proposals a day, I was sending out 12 proposals a day. Well, lo and behold, I beat the whole sales team. And on 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 uh, a lot of um, uh, just research and discussions that I actually didn't know anything about. I mean, we were selling broadband at the time and things like that, which hadn't even, you know, hit, hit South Africa. And um, I beat the sales team. <clears throat> I went back to South Africa. And within a few weeks, I got a call from our CEO of the company. And he said, um, we want you to work for us in the US. And in three months, I changed my life. I was living in the United States under my H-1B visa. And uh, I was uh, in New York first and then Chicago and then, you know, a bunch of other cities and never, ever looked back. Wow, that's amazing. You know, you had so many people that told you no. You said 100% of the people said, don't do this, but you did it anyway. Why? Well, I think, first of all, um, I believe that you never turn down opportunity. When we are given opportunities, you don't turn that down. And I will tell you that, um, you know, as an immigrant, having the opportunity to come and live in the United States is such an honor and such a privilege. And still to this day, you know, I I, I wake up um, and I strive to be the best because I believe that I have been given an incredible privilege and I won't take advantage of that. Uh, secondly, I believed in my gut. Now, there's always a spidey sense that we get when we are in leadership. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's concrete yes, it's a concrete no, but then there are times where you get a really uneasy feeling. And that is your gut, you know, telling you something is not what it seems. And in this situation, um, I I really, uh, I believed in my leader. Um, I did not think that he would uh, steer me wrong. Uh, I actually believed that he believed in me more than I believed in myself at that time. And I believed in my gut. And that's yeah. me what yeah. Yeah, it's really great. You know, you talk about, you and I talk about Malcolm Gladwell all the time and, and the book Blink, and he has many books, but Blink, he's done research about going with your gut. Um, and it's, it, I totally agree. It's completely amazing on that. Yeah. You know, you talk about, you weren't really sure, but, you know, your leader actually told you, hey, this is right for you. So it sounds like you had a little bit of sponsorship there. So talk about that a little bit and what that meant for you. Yeah, so... Uh... I will tell you that uh, in all of the big pivotal leadership moments in my life, certainly things that changed my trajectory, uh, I've had incredible executive sponsorship. Um, I will never ever forget this individual because he changed my life. Uh, and I do believe that he believed in me more than I believed in myself at that time. Uh, there were really three 
individuals in that company um, that did that for me. And uh, the second one was when I was uh, working for the company, I was in San Francisco. And uh, I'd been with the company at that point in time for probably about two years, three years. And he called me up one day and he said, um, we have a general manager of North America position to run our business unit was my first PL role, a business unit in Chicago, leading our HR marketing and business strategy business unit. And we'd like to offer you the role. And I was dumbfounded. I did not see that one coming. Uh, the company had 30 offices globally. And it was the first time that they would have a female running an office. So 28 years old, I was the first female of the company running a business unit in Chicago. And it was one of the highlights of my careers. Uh, that was when I really, really understood that I wanted to be in leadership. And that's where I believed I needed to be to can really contribute. And uh, I took the office, you know, from 30th in the world to second in the world in two years. And it was an incredible experience. But again, it was because I had incredible executive sponsorship. And, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, speak to those individuals anymore, but I will tell you, they changed my life. And for that, I'm, I will always be eternally grateful. Yeah, we always have those mentors in our life and people that look out for us, which is great. I think what's really important is being open-minded and accepting that, right? And excuse me, and that has to be extremely difficult. So, you know, you talk about going with your gut and other people looking out for you. You know, what is that thing that you think of when you try to stay open-minded when somebody says, hey, I think this is good for you. And you may have never even thought about it before. Like what inside you says, I should say yes here. Um, what what are those things that you think of to help people get over the hump? Because there's lots of people that are like, I don't know, I'm telling myself no here, but other people are saying, yes, this is right for me when I have these sponsors. How do you say yes to? You know, there's a cliche that says, uh, you know, you grow when, you, when you're out of your comfort zone, right? I had a, a leader uh, at Cisco who once said, I, I put people in leadership roles when they only know 50% of the job, okay? I am a firm believer that we grow when we are out of our comfort zone. And when I talk about growth, I'm not, I'm, it's, it's, it's growth of, you know, it's experience. It's the diversity of role. And I know the best leaders that I have hired are those that have a very diverse experience. They've worked across the business. They've taken multiple different roles. They've, they, they, they really understand the business. They understand how we go to market. And I truly believe that that for me has been a real gift because I've had that opportunity to have so many different roles and work across company laterally in different, in different you know, con continents and countries and things like that. But the other thing as well is, you have to work harder when you know less because you're coming in and everyone knows more than you. So, you know, there's a, there's a, a drive within you. You've got to 
uh, learn, you've got to work harder, you've got to have more commitment, you've got to have more passion, because you've got to get up to speed very, very quickly. And so I also, it forces you to have these behaviors that become part of your DNA. And I know you know all about that because you're a very disciplined person. But that to me gives you the cutting edge of you know being the best at what you do. Yeah, you know, I think it's a really good point because you talk about how in the beginning, you know, you had your peers sending out six proposals a day, you were sending out 12 proposals a day. So you were doing double the work. Was you know, what in you said, I must do this? And how did you drive yourself to do those things? Because you're right, it's not about you know, yeah, I got this position and other people believed in me, but now you have to prove it and you have to do that research and you have to do that work. And um, what, and I'm sure you had cultural barriers that you were working through at the same time. And, you know, I just think about not just starting a new job, but starting a new job in a new country that you've never been in before. What drove you to do that extra work? And how did you know where you were putting the energy in the right places? Well, I'll say the first thing is, I I was born in Zimbabwe, and you know, and from South Africa. I mean, the first thing is, you know, I came from a third world country, right? And now someone has given you an opportunity to be in the United States of America working. You do not kick that gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> I mean, that's number one, right? Is that is a massive opportunity for an individual. And if you don't take that seriously, so that so that's number one. Two, I do believe that the way I've always looked at my life, and I tell my team this today, is no matter where I work, and no matter, no matter what company I'm at, it's an investment in me. It's not about the company. It's not about anything else. It's about what am I getting to learn each and every single day? And so it helps me cope with, I'm not going to focus on the things that are out of my control. I'm not going to worry about the distractions. What I'm going to focus on is how can I be the best that I can be today? and learn everything I possibly can. Because here's the thing, no one can ever take that away from you, right? The knowledge, the business acumen, the experience, you get to keep that. It makes you more marketable, makes you more credible, and quite frankly, it makes you more satisfied as a career person, right? And so for me, that's been my the way I live my life, the way I lead, and the way that I look at every opportunity that comes my way is this is an opportunity for me to grow. And it's an opportunity for me to invest in myself. Very yes. different perspective on how you look at things. You know, when something bad is happening at the company, uh, uh, you know, or there's an acquisition going on, I don't, I don't stop. It doesn't matter. I'm still hitting it hard because I'm thinking to myself, I need to learn as much as I can possibly learn every single day. Yeah, really amazing. And it's that resiliency, right? It sounds like, 
because you knew this was an opportunity that not everybody gets, um, that that kind of kept you resilient, that kind of said, okay, I know this might be hard to send out 12 proposals per day versus six. I know this must be hard with the cultural barrier. Like I just, I can't even imagine some of the barriers that you had, but you kept pushing forward inch by inch and truly amazing. And that's what resiliency is about and about those pivotal moments in your career. So kudos to you. That's really great. Yeah, I will tell you, I've never, ever uh, commended myself for being the smartest person in the room, uh, but I will always be the most resilient and have the most grit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. And grit, grit goes a long way. Yeah. You know, you talked about these executive sponsors and um, how they really changed your life. And, you know, we talk about in leadership that is we had people that helped level, you know, level up us, level us up. And then also like the most important thing is to pay it forward and turn around and help others. And I know that's really big with you and how you pay it forward. So, you know, when you think about how the leaders that are listening here today, what can they do to help identify others and help lift them up and give them opportunities like this? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question, Stacy. And here's what I would say. You know, uh, leadership, I, I, I consider it to be as um, critical as important and as much accountability as being a parent. Uh, you are truly responsible for the lives of others. Okay. And it's not a position to be taken lightly. And, and I, I really do believe that leaders can become very complacent and lazy. And so my advice for those listening today is, one, take your leadership role very seriously, right? Because you can truly impact people in a positive or a negative way. That's number one, right? Um, two, when you have team members and you see that they have potential and they have talent uh, or, or they need coaching, doesn't matter what it is, invest the time, invest the energy. You will never, ever be sorry you did. Every one uh, of us is very unique and very different, but we all bring uh, skills to the table. And our goal is to figure out what are those skills and how do we make sure that we grow these individuals, uh, we optimize those skills, and we impact their careers. That is our job. When you think about people, there's the business side of it too, which we, we have a responsibility to the companies we're working for. You know, and that's around our PL and generating revenue and you know the risk management piece and all that. But you are a leader of people. And your job is to impact their lives to get the most out of them so that they can grow, so that they can develop, so that they have a rewarding career. And that should be something that we want to do as leaders. All right, well, there's the sound, and that sound indicates that we are at the point that we get to ask you some fun questions. So this is where, at the end of every podcast, we ask uh, similar questions. Uh, it's at random of a few. So I'm going to ask you a few questions just to kind of hear from you. Sound good? Yes. All right. First question, what is your favorite word or quip? Be the change you wish to see in the world. Love it. Love it. All right. Next question. 
Uh, so it's upon your death. Two old friends are at a cafe on the street side of Paris and they're reminiscing about your life. What would you like them to be talking about? Uh, first of all, I would love them to say that um, I was a I was a really good friend. I was kind, generous, always there for them. But I'd also want them to say that I had an impact on their lives in a positive way. That would be very important to me. I've always said, you know, the legacy I want to leave in my life is to have impacted people in, in a positive way. That's very important to me. Yeah, love it. Love it. All right, last song, last question. What's your walk-up song? So this is you're going on stage and there's a song playing. You're about ready to speak. What's your walk-up song? Well, that's an interesting question. So I am uh, I am currently writing my own song, my own walk-up song, in fact. Uh, so to be continued. <laughs> I am super excited. Can't, can't wait to hear it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What, what a great, great thing. You know, Tracy, and thank you so much for your time today. It was great. Thank you for sharing your story, really about going with your gut, right? Embracing those executive sponsors, knowing to say yes and not shy away from opportunity. Um, some really, really great takeaways for our listeners today. And I really appreciate your time. So thank you so much. It was great being with you, Stacey. And that concludes another episode of Leadership Moments. We hope you found inspiration and valuable insights in what we shared today. Remember, leadership is not defined solely by titles or positions, but by the choices we make and the moments that shape us. Embrace the challenges that come your way. They may be the very moments that propel you toward greatness. We'd love to hear your thoughts and stories as well. Connect with us on our website at leadershipmomentspodcast.com or through social media on Instagram at tap underscore be the game changer. And Stacey Castor underscore. Remember, your leadership moment could be just around the corner waiting for you to seize it. This is Stacey Castor, and what doesn't challenge you won't change you. This is Tracy Ann Palmer, and be the change you wish to see in the world.